recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Actually, it's just me at the moment. Uh, Luke Ski said he was going to be around tonight, but he's not here now, and we got tired of waiting for him, so we're starting the show. Um, welcome to episode 597 of the Funny Music Podcast for November 24th, 2021. We're doing this on Wednesday night instead of Thursday because Thanksgiving. Title of this week's episode is Hunting for Pudding, which is oddly topical for Halloween, or not Halloween, Thanksgiving, although I assure you it was chosen at random. So I put it in the chat so you guys can refer to it later. Um... So, joining us on this week's show, we have Lauren Mayer. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you for having me. And Michael Bolly of Two Sleeps. Is it Bolly or Bowley? Bowley. Bowley. Michael Bowley of Two Sleeps. First time on the show. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. And uh, hopefully Luke will be joining us soon. He's probably fell asleep or something because, you know. Or had a hot date. <laughs> or he had a hot date. Yeah. I'd, I'd prefer it if he had a hot date, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up, hey, what? Oh, he's right. Like tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the the big news in my life is I finally finished. Well, finished my recording booth in the other room. The the area the closet under the basement steps is now a soundproof recording booth, and uh, I used it for two things. I I did a uh, guest verse on an upcoming two D six song which I recorded in there, and I also recorded the last segment of this month's episode of The Insider in there. I did that earlier today. That episode will drop tomorrow. Um, it sounds really good. It's nice and quiet, and and you know the the soundproofing works pretty well. I mean, it's not perfect because it never will be but like yesterday my kids were upstairs playing with the dogs and they the dogs were barking their full heads off and i could hear them loud and clear in here because there's nothing between me and the living room um and i was like well let me see how well i can hear the dog so i went into the sound booth shut the door and if i listen closely i could just barely make them out um so and, and i knew it wouldn't pick up on the recording so i'm i'm very happy with the end results the, the one last thing I got to do is the the foam that I stuck on the wall is not sticking to the wall. So I'm, I'm going to like like the I, it came with those these little, you know, two sided sticky squares. And everyone said, don't use the ones it comes with because they don't hold it up. Get the bigger ones. So I bought the bigger ones and those aren't holding it up either. And I'm actually using both. I've got like eight of the things on each square and they're, they're still not staying on the wall. So hot glue is coming for you. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to glue these freaking things to the wall and they're never coming off. So I hope whoever owns this house after us wants to do some recording under the stairs because that stuff's staying there. So I have a question for you about your under the stairs booth. Yeah. Do you feel like Harry Potter when you go in there? Uh, I kind of, it, cause it's kind of small and tight <laughs> and, and it's, it's funny. Um, somebody else mentioned Harry Potter when I started building it and I was like, how did I not think of Harry Potter when I started working on that project? But, uh, 
Yeah, so I, I wanted to come up with a name for it. And I, like, did, did they have a name for it, or was it just under the stairs or the cupboard or something? It, it was, was just... the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, I, I'll have to come up with a, a name for it. Um, this area is called Studio Schmudio, which is where I do all my recordings. Um, okay, so that can be Booth Schmooth. That can be Booth Schmooth. There you go. <laughs> You got a you got a, a motif going. Yeah, I got I got to I got to stick with the uh, the theme. <laughs> Works for me. All right, so so Lauren, what have you been up to? Uh, two big things actually. Um, I have uh, a new album that just finally went digital. That this brilliant artist did the cover art for me. You might have heard of him because it's you. Um, <laughs> and it's all done and all makes it's a mini EP with seven songs called uh, I'm fine in parentheses with an asterisk about what the past year has been like both just in general and politically so that'll be on my website probably next week but it is available as a digital download on CD baby already seven songs. So that's been pretty cool and the other big thing I've been doing besides my weekly song well two things. One, I'm doing more songs with Carla Ulbrich because we just have become best buds during this whole time and are writing a lot of songs together. So we just released one today about book banning. Um, but my biggest thing is I, over the whole course of the pandemic, wrote a musical about the actor Marie Dress, actress Marie Dressler. And it is having a staged workshop production in San Francisco on December 10th and 11th. We start rehearsals Monday. I've been up to my eyeballs and getting the music. We have a live band. We have cast of 15 professional, fabulous actors, a director, a producer. It's pretty cool. And you can stream it from anywhere in the world. So I will give you that link. But it's livinglargemusical.com. And I think it's pretty fascinating. So, That's awesome. Um, send me that info in an email, and I'll put it up on the FUMP as a news entry for you. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, you can watch it from anywhere. And what I, we just found out, which is cool, is it's going to be like those really fun live stream concerts where you can not only watch it in real time from anywhere, but the link will work for a week afterwards. So if you can't make the actual time of one of the performances, you can watch it anytime, just like Hamilton or... I don't know what else people are streaming. So are you, are you streaming it on Twitch? Because that, that that's what they do. No, we're not doing Twitch. Oh, I don't okay. Know. Well, I don't know. We, the theater has done it. Most theaters over the course of the pandemic wired themselves for live streaming mm -hmm. because that I think is the wave of the future. Um, so they set it up. So the theater is doing it. I'm staying out of that ability, <laughs> even if I had to do it. So. Yeah, because I think the um, I think that these shows stay up on Twitch for ten days. I think it is. I think with well, ours is down. dependent on because we have two equity member actors, equity members, which is the actors union, mm -hmm. and I think their license allows for a week. Okay, that's that works. So anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right, Michael, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been working on a new album. Uh, it's going to be mostly sort of a pastiche of the music I listened to when I was younger. So a lot of like pop punk and alternative Weezer type stuff and maybe a couple parodies on there as well. Nice. So, so it's a comedy album. Yep. Yep. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it when people try to do serious music cause they want to make money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's keeping you busy. You certain, certainly don't make comedy music cause you want to make money. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So that, yeah, that's been yeah, that's been keeping me busy, and 
uh what else i got a switch for my birthday so i've been playing a lot of breath of the wild nice excellent yeah so that's fun cool yeah i've been i've uh my my go to game on the Switch is is all the Mario games. I'm a I'm a Mario, you know, sucker. I I can't. I get I, that. I've been trying to complete Mario Odyssey. Like by complete, I mean get all the moons. And it's just, I'm up to like the hardest ones, and I just can't do it. <laughs> right? Yeah, those games get brutal. <laughs> yeah. I never. I I didn't play much of Breath of the Wild. Like when we first got it, my kids played it. My kids have played that that game multiple times through and i played it for like a half an hour and then i was like all right if i don't stop now i'm not going to stop for three months and i have things to do <laughs> so i put the controller down and walked away and i never picked it up again sure. so because <laughs> I, I need to be able to like pick up a game play it for 20 minutes and then shut it off and and I, I wouldn't have been able to do that with zelda so oh not at all <laughs> Far too immersive and fun. Yeah. So you posted a song to the Fump. I did. Yep. Give us a quick intro to that song, and we'll give it a listen. All right. Uh, it's Horny Horse. Uh, it's just kind of a a parody of the the Ugly Duckling, but with a unicorn that we don't refer to as a unicorn. All right. Here is the Horny Horse by Two Sleeps. Born. That's why they call him a 
All right. So since this is your first time on the show, give us the lowdown, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff. Uh, my name's Michael Boley. I live in southern Wisconsin, and uh, I've been making music for about 25 years. Uh, and it wasn't until somewhat recently I felt comfortable sharing it with anyone because uh, I'm kind of a goofball. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that I might be a good thing. And you played me. That that yeah. might be a good thing because uh, like a lot of people, like the first thing they produce, they think it's amazing, and then they share it with everybody, and it's actually crap. Right. <laughs> and then they can't take it back. <laughs> so if you work like in secret for a few years, you actually get good after a while, and then you share it with the world. Yeah, hopefully I waited long enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I dig it. Um, is this like typical of your sound for, for what type of music you make? Uh, honestly, my sound is kind of all over the place. I like a lot of different kinds of music, and I've I've tried to make albums before that stick to one genre, but it just doesn't really work for me. So that's that's totally fine, and that works with comedy. You know, you can, you right, can get away exactly. with that with comedy. Um, I don't know if you're if you're familiar with Power Salad's music, but his albums are very eclectic too. They're you know all right. over the place as far as genre goes. Yeah. So so tell us about the horny horse. Uh, well, my wife and I always make up silly alternative names for things because we're dorks. And uh, yeah, I started referring to unicorns as horny horses one day and thought, hey, I should make a song where every line rhymes with unicorn, but then the resolution is never unicorn. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I kind of wrote itself from that point. And that's what I love about this song is that it's like you, you set up the rhyme for unicorn every time. Like, and mm -hmm. it's like every time and then you never say it. And it's great mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good to be disappointed once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, so what are the type of styles of music do you make? Uh, a lot of like alternative stuff. Uh, I do a little metal. Uh, my last album was actually sort of a bluegrass country kind of album. So kind of all over the place. You play a bunch of different instruments? I do. Um, mm -hmm. Guitar, banjo, bass, drums, piano, uh, saxophone. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Do you have I all just, of them around you? <laughs> I do. Yep. I have a wall full of stringed instruments and a closet full of others. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, we were talking on a on a previous episode about the, the the like the real musicians in the room have their guitars like on display in the background so you can see them. Yep. Yep. I, I, was, I, I was waiting for you to like turn the camera so you can see all the guitars and the saxophone and stuff. <laughs> no, that's very okay. cool. So, uh, so tell us about this album you're working on. Uh, well, it was kind of inspired by uh, your acceptance of my song. Uh, oh, sure. Always... Blame me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made music specifically trying to be funny, but uh, it happens a lot on accident. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I got accepted on the Fump, I was like, why have I not made a comedy album? I really should do that because that's kind of my jam. And I grew up on Weird Al and... Uh, Flight of the Concords and Tenacious D. So, like, it's kind of in my blood, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, if if, if you enjoy listening to it, you might as well try to make it. Sure. Yeah, but yeah I, I, I grew up with Weird Al and um, Alan Sherman and, and stuff. Like, my mother had one of Alan Sherman's albums, like, from when she was, like, a teenager. 
and still had it and played it for me and i i literally fell off the couch onto the floor laughing at the, <laughs> and i was like i was like wait they actually put out records of this type of music and i've kind of been hooked ever since and you see where it's gotten me my my basement right here is it? Is it? Is it? big pile of cds over there i can't sell <laughs> you too can be this <laughs> and that's what i aspire to so you know <laughs> yeah you got you got to have some place you got to have goals you know that that's what's important in life <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so have you done a lot of serious music um yeah i've well uh, i don't know how, how, what you would specify as released but uh i've had five or six albums that i've released to not very many people mm-hmm uh, most most of it was serious, which is serious. I don't really like that term, but yeah. So how how long did you hold on to the music like tight to your chest before you started letting other people hear it? Um, I let close friends hear it all along, mm-hmm. um, but it was uh, my last album, the sort of country bluegrass album that I actually put on Spotify and kind of put out there. So that was in 2018. Oh, okay. So it's so it's only recently. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because when I first started doing my stuff, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I had, it was me and two friends making the music, and then I had one friend, one other friend who I used to play the music for, and that was pretty much it. So I had an audience of one for several years. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And he liked it, you know, for what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, it made him laugh. That's all that mattered. Very few other people have heard those songs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it shall stay that way. <laughs> cool. All right. So uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <clears throat> uh, for now, probably just my Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Two Sleeps Music. Uh, the number two sleeps music on Twitter. That's what I was going to ask you. Where did the number, where did Two Sleeps come from? Um, It's kind of, it originally started as a real deep uh thing referring to like the regular sleep you have every night and then the big sleep you have at the end mm-hmm. um but then it just had kind of a silly ring to it so i just like it for goofiness <laughs> <laughs> goofiness works it's what you got to do all right so we're going to move on to news and and interviewing lauren you're welcome to stick around if you have better things to do you're welcome to take off Um, But we are going to do a promo. This is the Fump. I think we're safe and this camp's a drag. So come get banged in my sleeping bag. It seems the last mistake that we're ever gonna make was having our first date at Camp Crystal Lake. You there. What you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an R&B singer. Well, that's dumb. You in the back with them baby hands. What you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a teen titan. Baby, I can do it. I know I'll be a teen titan tonight. I can do it. I can do it. That's the Funny Music Project at theflump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com. About your recent frequent tweeting and I wonder what good old Harry would say. Your mean tweets we've been surfing.
time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, uh, Drew Jacobs' Kickstarter is still going. He only has three days left. Uh, he's still at $361 of his $600 goal, so let's let's go get him over the finish line. Go to kickstarter.com, search for Drew Jacobs. Christmas Ball Busting is the name of the album that he is producing. It's a compilation of funny songs about Christmas. And Bonnie Gordon's Kickstarter is up to $16,642 with 16 days to go. Uh, if you haven't got in on that, you can look up con artist Bonnie Gordon over on Kickstarter. And while we're doing Kickstarters, Jeff Whitmire's Kickstarter is up to $1,951 of his $5,000 goal for his comedy songs about horror movies called Stabby Road. He has 18 days to go. So let, let's get him over the road, over the over the hump, too. I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that both Jeff and Drew can make their goals, so we just need to give him that last final push. And uh, the Fump is having a sale for Black Friday, Black Fump Day, as we're calling it. Uh, all the Fump compilations are 50% 50 off Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, it's a Black Friday sale, but I wanted to account for time zones, so I included Thursday and Saturday. Um, this does not include the print-on-demand CDs, which are out of print. It's just the CDs that I still have a stock of. And as always, if you buy five CDs, you get free shipping. So now is a good time to stock up on the albums, fill holes in your collections, and may maybe I can get some of this shit out of my basement. Uh, and the Fump newsletter went out today. If you're not on our mailing list, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash fump1121. That's 1121 for November of 2021 tiny.cc slash fump1121. Uh, we talk about the Black Fump Day sale, various Kickstarters and videos that have come out, Fump89 and more. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Tuesdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. On the 1st in Voorheesville, New York, Drew Jacobs. On the 1st in Pleasantown, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 4th in Winth Winthrop Harbor, Illinois, the Consortium of Genius. And on the 5th online, the Consortium of Genius. All right, Lauren... You gotta unmute. Your, yeah, you gotta unmute yourself. I uh, had to mute myself. I wolfed <laughs> down food before we did this, and I was coughing. I didn't want to make those horrible <laughs> noises. Even though that, I mean, it could be a comedic thing, but yeah, not while uh, somebody else is talking. <laughs> all right. So, um, since uh, Luke is still out hunting for pudding. <laughs> Why don't you give us a quick intro to uh, your song, and we'll give it a listen. Okay. I feel badly because I don't want the title of the song to imply that I think most men are not good people, and certainly all the men in the Fump have been lovely to me, and I'm married to a man, and I gave birth to two men. I love men, and some, not all, as a matter of fact, a very small percentage of men behave in really awful ways because of their maleness. I mean, certainly there are horrible people of all genders, but there was just this whole rash of men behaving badly. And I had been dealing with some men behaving badly, including almost losing a pretty lucrative music directing gig because some of the guys involved with this country club 
wanted to have a male music director because he was part of a male only social club that does not allow women. And it's, it's anyway, so I was just in a real feminist snit. And then Andrew Cuomo resigned. And when I started reading about some of the stuff he did and people, and he was claiming that it was all a generation gap and they just didn't understand. And he's only two months or three months older than I am. So like, that's a generation, you know, a month or two. Yeah. Yeah. And And I grew up putting up with all that kind of crap in jobs and in school. So I just, I vented and I still am a little embarrassed that I did this song, but you said it was okay to post. So I did. <laughs> anyway, it's my rant. And I tried to put it in as sophomoric language as I possibly could because I figured that would possibly reach the guys at whom it was directed. Present company are totally not part of that. All right. Here is Just Because You've Got a Dick Doesn't Mean You Gotta Act Like One by Lauren Mayer. That is totally not your song. I apologize. Um, I was going to say, oh boy, I don't remember that. But, you know, I do a new song every week, so I do sometimes forget what they sound like. Either but I, did really, I, really good. I never downloaded your song. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Did I? <laughs> I did not. Give me one sure, second and we sure will. Though. I will I take care of this. It was an anti-men. It's not an anti-men song. It's an anti-jerk song. No, what happened was I was I, I was in a rush to get the show prepped because I was running late, and I did something else that I've been meaning to do for weeks, which you'll hear later. And I I don't have do I have show do I have any kind of art I can put I do not. All right, so there's not going to be any art for this uh, song. So the people on the uh, are watching the all three people watching the Twitch stream right now. Oh, five. We're up to five people. Uh, they're just going to see a blank screen, so my apologies. But let me... i got to get this set up. Uh, this is so. <laughs> I'm Maybe sorry. You told me your computer was offended because it thought that there was some some male hostility towards male computers or something. Nope. All right, here we go. That's Actually, it's got Insane Ian's picture, like artwork from last week on it, so you'll just have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not directed at you, Ian. I promise. I, I should. I need to fix that. I'm sorry. I can't let that go. <laughs> All right. All right. We're doing live live custom artwork now. All right. White screen. Hey guys, anybody watching this live? That's the joy of live stuff. If if you wanted it perfect, you just watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go with that. And I need to make that big enough so that you can be seen. Uh, let's use a font you can actually read. Uh, by Lauren Mayer. Woohoo! And I'm not. God, I knew you were fast at artwork, but this is impressive. <laughs> it's just don't don't. It, it's you know text on a white background. Don't get excited. <laughs> I just I I can't in good conscience put this up with Ian's you know artwork over it. <laughs> well, you so. could, but then people would think the song was directed at him, and that might not be the message we want. Yes, to that's exactly why I'm doing this. Um, all right, so now I got to open. The MP3. I know that feeling. I'm juggling all these different projects and work, and I have been rushing. And when you rush, you make mistakes, at least in my case. Yep. Leave things up, so. 
All right. So that. Now I think I need to relink the song for it up to update. So. So see, folks, you're seeing how the sausage is made behind the scenes. Yep. Yeah, this is definitely a sausage fest here. No, it's not. That's why I'm here. (laughs) All right, let's see if that worked. That worked. Okay. (laughs) Okay, now we can do it. Here, here Here is Lauren's song. After another scandal leading to another resignation for behavior which is gross but no surprise to solve the basic problem underneath this situation, I've got a little tip for all you guys. Just cause you've got a dick doesn't mean you've got to act like one. Being a man doesn't mean you need to be a jerk. It's really not that tough, guys. Just cut the sexist stuff, guys. Is it too much to ask that you don't grope or harass us at work? Misogyny's bipartisan. Both sides have their own list. But now our schmucks resign thanks to hashtag me too. Right-wingers who are piling on and gloating should resist till they call out perverts on their side like we do. Hello! Just cause you've got a dick doesn't mean you should react like one. When you get called out, don't blame it on a generation gap. Even hundreds of years ago, it wasn't kosher to be a schmo. Plus, I'm as old as you, so you can spare us that gaslighting crap. Women leaders can be bullies, too. But overall, I'd say we don't harass, assault, or traumatize. Because we're too busy doing twice the work for half the pay and cleaning up the messes left by guys. So just cause you've got a dick doesn't mean you've got to act like one. Just cause you run the show doesn't mean that you should. Men who wield a lot of power think everyone around them should cower. But I hope that's finally changing, knock on wood. Despite what you may figure, being a dick doesn't make yours bigger. So although the subject of this song is a fraught one, remember you don't have to act like a dick just because you've got one. I'm just thinking of all the fun I could have had with the artwork that was being displayed with that song if I had remembered to do it. (laughs) You know, it would have been such a rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, Bill Larkin is in the chat on Twitch and he says great title. So. Oh, thank you, Bill. I've been hearing great stuff about your stuff from Carla Ulbrich, who is a good buddy. And so, yes, and I have not managed to watch one of yours yet, but she raves about you. So when I get done with this musical, I will watch. (laughs) Definitely check him out. He's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, the, the, the thing is, I, as a man, I agree with you. Like oh, uh, I, I, I read Reddit and one of the subreddits I read is called 2X Chromosomes, which is a, a, like a women's support forum. And I have learned so much reading that forum, just basically what complete entitled assholes men can be. 
and it's like I, I'm oh I mostly God. read it as like a as like a like a like a what not to do you know <laughs> cautionary tale Where type thing. And a lot of the stuff isn't cool anymore, but you know when people say, oh, there's no sexism anymore because women can do everything men can do. And I want to say you didn't grow up like us being told to smile, um, being catcalled on the street. And I mean, I... Oh, that still happens. That's one of the things people, they complain about all the time. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it you can, I can sort of diffuse with humor, but it just gets old. Yeah. It just gets old. And then, you know, I mean, there's the, the larger cultural issue of, you know, you look in movies and men have love interests half their ages. And I, I'm a cougar. My husband's eight years younger than I am. And boy, when we first got together, Good for you. Moment, <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, it makes sense. If you look at actuarial tables, women tend to live five to seven years longer than men. So actually that would be a good way of pairing off for hetero couples, but that's not the norm. And the comments I thought, Oh, he's so young. It's like, I'm not 20 and he's 12. You know, we got married when I was in my forties and he was in this late, 30s. I mean, but it's it's just something I've dealt with from grade school. And I got broken up with by a boyfriend in high school because I did better than he did at a debate tournament. And that's just you just it's this slow. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just constant. Yeah. And um, editing my vocabulary so that I don't make men feel like, you know, they have anyway. So and yeah, I mean, I do find I'm trying to balance my weekly songs with really topical things with stuff that's a little bit more evergreen. And this one was deaf. I mean, it's just it's it's nonstop and somebody will resign and then there will be another story six months from now or three months from now. Yeah, it's it's a constant thing on this on this uh, subreddit I read. It's like there was one yesterday or might have been today, actually, about this. this woman who I guess she's 30 and she her her husband died and she, you know a couple of years ago and now she's ready to start dating again and she's just been like casually talking to a couple of men she met on Reddit and one of them she was on the phone with somebody else for some reason for like a half an hour and when she got off the phone she got a series of berating texts from one of the guys you know, you know, if you weren't such a whore, you know, going around with all these other men, you could spend the time to talk to me. And, and she, I was like, I was like, what the hell? I mean, it's like, they're not dating. They're not exclusive. They were just talking. They're, you know, trying to work up a friendship at the least. And this dude just, you know, she was on the phone with somebody else and he felt entitled to her time. I'm like, what, who, like, who teaches you to behave like that? Like who thinks that's okay? You know? I mean, there's that whole, you know, the whole incel thing with these guys who feel like, you know, they're entitled to women. Yeah, that's a whole other, like, section of society. I feel great. I did raise my boys to be polite. I actually was hoping one of them would end up gay just because I think I'd be a cool gay son mom. (laughs) They both actually, no, they really had to come to me and say, God, mom, I have to tell you, I'm so sorry to disappoint you, mom, but I'm straight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Jewish mother. Of course I want a gay son. He'd never leave me for another woman. Drum, you know, <laughs> but I know in all seriousness, they were and I it kind of backfired with my older son because he's a dancer. And when he was in high school, he'd be the only boy in a dance class full of girls. Mm-hmm. And so polite to them, they all assumed he was gay. Um, but, you know, better than being a jerk. And so, yeah, um, and they both have turned out to be nice, polite young men, and they do not treat women like that. So good. And not their <laughs> friends. I mean, I do. I mean. I think things are improving. 
Um, and mainly because it also helps if you get more women in power, whether it's in business or politics. I think that helps. It's yeah. not that I want us to take over everything. Although the country's led by women to a lot better in the pandemic, just saying, but um, you just need a balance is all yeah. I would say. There were, there were two big things that... A bunch in a song too. <laughs> <laughs> there were two big things that I, I learned from Reddit that I, I try to make it a point to like counterbalance. And one is that like in... In work meetings, women very often get talked over, like the, yes. you know, the constantly being interrupted. It's like I'm very conscious of myself, like not interrupt a woman, you know, generally anywhere. Skype, notwithstanding, because of the delay, there's you know, there's so right. much we can do. Um, and the other is that, like, very often, you know, a woman will suggest an idea for something, and then someone else will say, you know, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Reiterate the idea and then take credit for it. You know, <laughs> so like whenever something like that happens at work, I'm going to say, I agree with her idea, like to make sure that, yeah. you know, whoever it is gets the credit for the idea that yeah. deserves it. And that's why you're probably somebody that women want to work with. And that's why you're married to a lovely woman, because women appreciate that. You You've know? never met my wife. You don't know she's lovely. I've heard she is. <laughs> told me she was. Somebody who met her said she was. Well, she has to be to be with you mm. because... Anyway, she has yeah, to be patient I, to be with me. She hates my music. So, well, okay. I forgave my husband because his favorite musical is Cats. Ouch. That's like, yes. Although he didn't like the movie, fortunately. And okay. it's a long story. He toured with the show for two years because he was in theater for a long time. So it's sentimental for him. See, I'd actually but, like, oh, yeah. I, I think I'd probably like the movie better just because of how terrible it is. You can do the whole <laughs> Mystery Science yeah. Theater 3000 thing to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to watch a terrible musical, um, Diana the Musical, the one about Princess Diana that's on Netflix, it's really bad. And one of the things <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say, maybe comedic music, well, there's not as much bad comedy music, but when I'm working on a musical, um, to reassure myself that what I've created is good, I listen to some crap musicals, like really <laughs> bad ones. And Diana the Musical is horrible. The music is dreadful. And very well produced and performed because it's a Broadway musical with a huge budget. But the the movie is just awful. They filmed <laughs> a static performance with no applause, no audience. It just feels like a really bad tech rehearsal. And the songs are not good. And the dancing looks like a high school dance team. Nice. You know, that it's just anyway. Um, I don't know. What were we talking about? I don't know. Oh. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and songs, my, my, my kids are always saying, Mom, you never swear in any of your music. I said, I, I bleep myself out, but I did say dick a bunch in this song. So, <laughs> and I'm blushing just saying that. It's not like I don't swear in real life, but <laughs> in public, I'm just, I'm just embarrassed. So, what kind of interesting comments have you gotten on this song? <laughs> uh, you know what? The trolls didn't find this one. I oh, was really? No, they find the weirdest. So for people who are listening or watching who don't, I mean, I do a new song every week and I've done it since 2012. So there's a lot of songs out there. And I get attacked by trolls periodically, but they don't come after every single song and they find weird ones. So I did do one a million years ago called If My Uterus Were a Gun. <laughs> so I did get a good smattering of attacks on that one because it was both gun control and reproductive choice so um is that you know the message being if it were if my uterus were a gun they would leave it they anyway so they leave it alone <laughs> um 
but and if I and I did um, I did one called then you're a feminist and I got if I mentioned feminism I do get attacked but I didn't use the word feminist in this one so I didn't get pulled but the one they went after was I did one about Jen Psaki the press secretary back in like March of this year I didn't say anything bad about Trump all I said was I think Jen Psaki is cool and unlike her predecessor, she actually holds press conferences and answers questions, and she wears fun jewelry. That's all I said. I got, I mean, I almost got to YouTube monetization on that one because they, <laughs> I mean, I had like 20,000 views on it. It's something crazy because the trolls kept attacking that one. I don't understand it. And then attacking, you know, I mean, I do get really misogynist comments about my looks, about my nose, about how Jewish I look. Somebody should stick a gun in various body orifices. I mean, they're they're pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the first time I got attacked, I wrote my Dear Internet Trolls song, which is one of my most popular ones. Yeah, I love so that I, song. And, and you know, props to you for, you know, being able to do it. Because you, you must have some thick skin to be able to put up with, you know, that. No, I just, I mean, I will say that actually the first time that happened, I I was pretty scared. It wasn't just, oh my, and this was around when Gamergate happened. Yeah. You know, when all that, and I was like, oh my God, I'm in that world. But I mean, as I joke in the song, I took a look at the comments and realized these are people who were stu- too, too stupid to use Google Maps. They're not going to actually come find me. And they're just waving their dicks around showing off for you. I think I even bleeped that word in the song. They're just showing off for each other. <laughs> so they're not really going to come after me. And I am not bothered by what they say because it's not really aimed at me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if people, because nobody ever says comments like, you know, good job on the song, but your second note in the, the last measure of the bridge was off key. Or, you know, they're not making those kinds of comments. Yeah. It's you suck, you should die. Um, <laughs> that second to last note was off key. You suck, you should die. <laughs> <laughs> or you're not as good a writer as you think you are. I mean, you know, I, I guess, but they don't attack that. And what I do get sometimes is actually very respectful, like, I did one about, I've done a couple on vaccines and I'll get people who say, I really like your material, but you're wrong. The vaccines don't prevent COVID. They're very respectful. They're stupid, but they're respectful. So, or I'll get ones that will say, if I do anything financial, you don't know how supply side economics works. Um, and I'll say, you know, those are most of my friends from high school because I grew up in Orange County, California. <laughs> so, but they're resp- I don't mind respectful disagreements, but yeah, the trolls are, yeah. I, I, if I see those now, I just actually block them. I don't leave them up unless they're really funny inadvertently. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. How many words can you spell wrong in one comment? <laughs> Frequently many. Um, the C word is my favorite. I've been called the C word spelled with a K and I've been called a kite spelled <laughs> with, how do they spell kite ones? I don't know. Anyway, misspell that too. I've yeah. <laughs> never, I've never seen the c word spelled with a k. That's interesting. Well, check one of my comments. I mean, but there's so many I can't even remember which one it was on. So, oh, that's yeah. funny. Wow. All right. All right. So, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, livinglargemusical.com. We want people to watch it. To tell people you can tell people this might be your chance to see the next Hamilton. We don't know, but Marie Dresser was really cool. She was the first. 
uh, female comedian. So of course that, that resonates with me. She really was the first female comedy performer. Um, she was gay and closeted obviously in that era. And she is to this date, the only actor male or female to be the top Hollywood box office star over the age of 60, which she was in 1932 and 1933. No one has topped her and yet no one has heard of her. So yeah. we think she's pretty cool. So this is her story and how she managed to achieve her greatest success in her 60s, which since my collaborator, my co-writer and I are both over 60, we love the fact that maybe it'll rub off on us. So who knows? That's great. I wish you the best of luck I with it. And if my album is on CD Baby now, it'll be on my website probably mid-December. So if you look up on, and I think it's now on Spotify and everything else. Um, uh, what did I just say it was called? I'm fine with an asterisk. <laughs> What was my album called again? I forgot. I, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I just I have to look at the great artwork you did. And I, can I put in a plug for you? I, I contacted Devo. And Feel free. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. It was exactly what I wanted. So it was a you, picture with I text on it. ready for album artwork. He does great work. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> And there is no feedback this week, but I did hear from Luke, who just said, uh, sorry, did I miss it? <laughs> and I said, well, we're, <laughs> we're still on if you want to join us. And that was like five minutes ago, and he hasn't joined us. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I think Luke took personal offense at my song, so <laughs> I will take full responsibility. Luke, it was not meant for you, I promise. Um, but I'll, I, I'm Jewish. I feel guilty. Let me feel guilty. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> all my all my fault. I'm sorry, Luke. All right. Uh let's do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Friday song is by Adam Baum coming back with a new track. First one in a while from him. And here's the thing I did. Tuesday song is not yet posted. Hey, I get that. Tuesday song is not yet posted. There, I made the stinger. You happy? Huh? That's huh? <laughs> I want to play it again. Tuesday song is not yet posted. There. <laughs> that one's going to get a lot of play. Yeah, it yeah. is. Catchy. It's a real earworm. <laughs> um, and Spotify playlist topic, I don't know yet. I'll figure it out tomorrow and uh, get something up for Friday. I already did. I did shopping recently. I probably should have saved that for the Black Friday week, but oh well. All right. So, Michael, plug yourself one more time. Uh, two Sleeps Music on Twitter. Follow me and look for videos in the future. Lauren, plug yourself one more time. YouTube, I'm Psycho Supermom. And because your listeners are intelligent, they know how to spell psycho. Uh, Facebook, it's Lauren Mayer Comedy Songs, and on Twitter, I'm Lauren's Comedy. I post a new video every week, normally on Fridays, but this week's went out today, and it is a book banning song with the one and only Carla Ulbrich. So all that stuff there, and then livinglargemusical.com for tickets to watch my musical. 
All right, and uh, be sure to fill in your the gaps in your Fump CD compilation or Fump CD collection over the next couple of days because everything is fifty percent off at thefump.com. All right. Um, oh, and by the way, I, I've, I've been alerted to a bug. If you click on the sale items tab, you only see like the first twelve selections. Go into the Fump compilations tab, and you'll see them all. I, I, I gotta I gotta fix that. Um, all right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice, and Luke still isn't here. So, there. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat. Or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes, and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefunk.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Hey, did I miss it?